the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. That certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. And with uh, the weather the way it's been, you definitely got to get your tan on. So check them out, Tan Bella Tanning Salon. Today's trivia theme is miscellaneous trivia. Now, today, of course, this starting uh, tax, actually, we're almost in the middle of tax season. Uh, we have uh, Byron McBroom and Melanie Sigma, a father-daughter tag team of one-stop tax strategies. Uh, Byron and Melanie, welcome to the Best of Investing. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Well, we, uh, we, we definitely could talk shop. Um, my background, I don't know if you know, I've, I've got a bachelor's in accounting and a master's in tax. So for many oh. years, I, I had my own tax practice and, uh, I used to, there was at one point I, I had, I, I did over 200 tax returns by myself. I oh, said, wow. you know, that's, that's too much. So I sold half the tax <laughs> practice, built it yeah. up again, sold half of it, built it up. So I did that like four times. Then finally yeah. now I'm down to about, about 10 clients who I just want to just stay with those clients. Yeah. Uh, now the, the name of your company is One Stop Tax strategies i guess uh, uh this time of year is very, very busy for you yeah it is it's yeah. very busy it's uh it's funny we're our busiest time is the end of the year when uh, we're meeting with everybody in tax planning but this is another busy season yeah and then do you put a lot of people on extensions uh it's up to them really uh it's kind okay. of depends on their needs right now it, it kind of depends on if they're a real estate professional and if they you know they're waiting on that bill that's being voted in to see if they can get 100 percent voted or bonus depreciation uh, yeah, it's all depends gotcha it, it should be based on your time frame not theirs you know <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of even it out during the year there have you all ever right, been so told get- you look like uh robin williams uh, yes, uh, before he died, not after. Yeah. Of course, if, he, yeah. If, if I had his money, I'd throw mine away. So uh, let's see here. Oh, let me give you a little the background here. So Byron McBrune and Melanie Sigma are a father-daughter combo. Melanie grew up listening to Byron, a CPA for 40-plus years, uh, talk the talk, or talk tax and financial strategies with his entrepreneur friends and camping trips, on, on camping trips. Interesting, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, his excitement for helping entrepreneurs make their dreams come true uh, led her into business with him. And it's funny because I've talked to my daughter. Uh, she's the smart one in the family. And we yeah. sort of talked about having her maybe come into business with me. That's cool. Uh, they love to help their clients pay as little tax as legally possible. Love that. Uh, and utilize the extra money to fund their dreams. 
Whether discussing tax and business strategies or the fundamentals of personal finance, they both have a passion for teaching others and work to make uh, often boring and confusing topics fun and easy to understand. Well, we love that. Um, So uh, give us uh, some examples of how you've helped real estate investors. Yeah. So uh, real estate investors, uh, it really depends on what what arena they're in in real estate. Uh, You know, we always look at if they have kids, can we get the kids on the payroll? You can pay your kids 14,600 this year tax free. Um, We look at their entity structure, making sure that we we can uh, we have them properly structured there. Like one of our clients, he was um, dad with Juan. Tell, Tell the story about Juan. Well, we had a client come in, and this guy was a pretty large investor. Not pretty large. We have an echo. I don't know what that's coming from. Sorry. That's okay. We can hear you fine. Okay. So anyway, we had this guy come in. He was a contractor. He's making about $5 million bucks, And his strategy was to uh, basically, you know, delay the invoices, hold the checks, and deposit them all in January, which is kind of almost illegal. You know, so yeah. what, what we did is we have a deferral plan called, we call it the kick the can. Yeah. It, it, we used to call it the crack cocaine plan because it was, <laughs> it was fun and addictive, but it's a deferral. So you have to go into rehab yeah. and pay it back. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Eventually the uh, roosters come home to roost or chickens yeah. come home to roost. So you got to pay it at some point in time. But with our strategy, we were able to defer his income and get him down to only pay. He was going to owe $2 million, which was most of his working capital. Yeah. And the money he had saved for investing in real estate, we were able to get him down to two fifty in the uh, with the deferral strategy, and then he was able to use that. He started doing this in two thousand ten, and can imagine if you had that much extra cash flow to invest in two thousand ten, what you'd be worth today. Wow, uh, we've got just a minute to go before our uh, commercial break. Uh, what kind of deferral program? Well, what we, we have a strategy where we basically form a separate entity. We use different fiscal year ends, and uh-huh. they provide a service to you, like we put payroll, we put advertising. And then basically what we do is we, we basically teach you how to cycle the funds through so that it creates, you know, if they're both on the cash basis, you can prepay expenses and stuff back and forth and get a pretty massive tax deferral on it. Very nice. I, I, I like that strategy. Mm-hmm. A little bit more complicated than the average bear, but if when you're making that kind of money, it's definitely worth yeah. it. Yeah. We are going to go to our first commercial break here. Uh, here's our first trivia question. And again, uh, for uh, our guests here, if you know the answer, don't say anything yet. Wait till we come back from break. Uh, M&M's fruit chews would eventually become what popular candy? Call 888-912-1190. The first caller with the correct answer wins that tanning certificate, which, by the way, is worth over $100. Uh, I want to make a mention here for Integrity Electric. Uh, call them to check out what a Tesla Powerwall can do for you, and that's elect- integrityelectric.net, not .com, but .net. Again, I'm going to ask the uh, trivia question again for the tanning certificate. M&M's Fruit Chews would eventually become what popular candy? Call 888-912-1190. Again, the first caller with the correct answer wins that tanning certificate. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The Answer. Now, 
the best of investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with my special guests, Byron McBroon and Melanie Sigma. Our first trivia question, uh, M&M's fruit chews would eventually become what popular candy? Anybody know? I, I Googled it. Can I guess? <laughs> <laughs> you cheated. Okay, go ahead. What's the answer? It's Starburst. <laughs> Starburst. That's right. Very good. Okay. The next time you can't do, I get do that. The, do that I get the no, tanning certificate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, we got to first see if anybody wins it on the, on the air. <laughs> all right. Um, so uh, again, being a kind of a busy time, uh, first of all, thank you very much for taking time out of tax season to, to spend time of with course. us because I know, uh, you, you know, let me ask you now, uh, you know, it's already after December 31st. There's a few tax strategies that some people can use. Do you want to share any of those uh, st- tax strategies with us? If people are, are, are driving in their car and they're mentally taking a note of what they can do now to save taxes mm-hmm. for 2023. Yeah. If they're, if they're a real estate investor, they can still do cost seg studies, cost segregation okay. studies and get the bonus depreciation. They can do that up to the time that they file their return. So that's something that okay. real estate investors can take advantage of. One thing you can do if you did hold um, board meetings in your home, if you had any type of meeting in your home, if you didn't utilize the Augusta strategy, and there's some qualifications for it, but you can always uh, reclassify some of your um, some of your owner distributions as rental expenses, and that's if those meetings were held. So that's something that we might look at. Um, then, I mean, Dad, what do you think are some other ones? Well, I was thinking of the bonus depreciation as well, and then. Uh, you know, you can always go with a standard, you know, did I, you know, if, a lot of times we have people look through their personal accounts and look for business items because they're pretty good about, you know, a lot of times you accidentally pay stuff out of your business accounts. You might pay your car insurance. You might pay for some travel that you took to be construed as business. And just going through your personal accounts will actually come up usually with some substantial deductions for you. Yeah, we had one client okay. that we audited his personal accounts and we found that was it fifty or sixty thousand in deductions. Fifty thousand dollars of deductions. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And then, and then of course, uh, if you're self-employed, you can set up a SEP IRA, yep, yep, uh, which what is the, cause you got until, uh, tax time, uh, April 15th or using extensions, uh, on that. Uh, what's the limit on that now? Oh, I know for an IRA, I think it's seven. Yeah. Uh, for, for an IRA. Uh, and I think for a SEP IRA? HSA, uh-huh. which I think usually has to be done most of it before, uh, Before, yeah, it's eighty-seven fifty, I think, mm-hmm. or, or well, it depends on how old you are. Yeah, you, you, get, you get like extra, an extra thousand. Off the top of my head, I'll look it up while we're sitting here talking, and okay. then four hundred one k is twenty-two five hundred. What's that? Twenty-two five hundred for four hundred one k or any any one of those plans. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. okay. You know, I tell you, I love those HSAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the health savings accounts because uh, to me, it's just like a big IRA, but you get to use it for yeah. medical expenses yeah. and, and, and the, worrying about whether the HSAs you can do it by April fifteenth also. Yeah. Okay. And I, good, I actually good. got my, I just got Invisalign off and I I paid for that with my oh. FSA actually. Ah, okay. Flexible spending account. Yeah, which is similar, uh, but it's a little more limited. It doesn't roll over, um, but it's good yeah. for kids or people if they have kids in daycare or if they take care of their elderly parents, there's some dependable care FSAs that they can take care of those costs tax-free. Uh, what's the limitation of uh deduction on that on the fsa uh, i believe it's the same as the hsa 
So is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you have both? You, I Typically, you don't. It probably depends on okay. where your health insurance comes from and all that, but I don't think you'd have both from the same company. The SEP limits are 66 for 23. 66,000. Yeah, 25% of the compensation are 66,000. Okay. And uh, did they push the RMDs back to age 72? Is it now? Mm-hmm. Or I'm trying to remember now. I'm sorry for asking these questions. Yeah. You have to look out. I don't see just for just for the audience's sake. It doesn't matter how smart a CPA you are. Uh, the rules change like almost mm-hmm. daily, so you always have to kind of look them up. You know, mm-hmm. I, I always remember I, t- I had a. Uh, in my in my graduate degree uh, for tax, you know, I took like estate and gift, which I hated, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it taught me enough to know I don't want to do estate tax returns, these 706 forms, but it, it gave me enough information to be able to say, okay, I know who to call, you know, I know yeah. what questions to ask. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, yeah. And so uh, let's see here. We got another minute before we go to our break here. Um, give just, if you could, in, in about a minute's time, explain about the cost segregation, because that's actually fairly new. Yeah, Dad, I'll let you take that one. Okay, so the cost segregation, normally when you buy a property, let's say buy you, you buy a residential rental and you're going to write it off, you'll write it off over 27 and a half years. And it's, it's just the just the building part, not the, the land. It's the building yes. part, not the land. Yeah, so that might be 80% of it. But with a cost seg study, what they do is they go through and do an engineering study, and they determine how much of it's five-year property, seven-year property, 10-year property, 20-year property, and then the 27-year property. And what you're allowed to do under bonus depreciation is write off 100% of everything that's 20 years or under. So you might write off, for instance, okay. the fencing, the landscaping, the uh, the, uh, the doors, the carpet, uh, everything that can be considered in a in a lower life. You can immediately take in the first the first uh, first year deduction. And and really quickly before the break, if you've already purchased a property, let's say five years ago or ten years ago, can you can you do that do that, or does it have to be in the year that you purchased? No, you can do you can do a cost seg study now and do a catch up deduction. Which everything gotcha. you should have taken, okay. you've taken in the year that you do the study. Very good. Okay, tell you what, we're going to go to our second break again. I know it goes fast here because when you're talking taxes, things go really fast. Uh, <laughs> okay, exciting. second trivia question. What guitar, which I say what, which guitarist notably performed on the Michael Jackson song, Beat It? And you will, you should know at least uh, the name of this guitarist. Um, and that's our trivia question. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with correct answer wins a tanning certificate. Again, here's the question. Which guitarist notably performed on the Michael Jackson song, Beat It? All right, sit with us. The Best of Investing. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with my guests, Byron McBroom and Melanie Sigma. Our second trivia question, which guitarist notably performed on the Michael Jackson song, Beat It? And Melanie, no, looking at Google <laughs> this time. Okay. I already do. <laughs> anyone, know the, anyone know the answer to that one? So it's a little harder, actually, unless you, unless you know it. Does anyone know it? I, don't. I, I Googled it again. <laughs> you Googled it? <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm terrible at trivia, so I don't even try. It's, uh, it's Van Halen. 
Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, very good. I, I, that was a new one to me. Yeah. Uh, I want to make a quick mention here also for uh, the Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge uh, in Lake Tahoe. They have 200 feet of beachfront. It's a phenomenal place. I've, I've heard from a lot of people who've gone there uh, that they absolutely love it. So check it out, the Lake Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge. All right. Uh, so we're talking taxes here. Um and let's see here. Uh, oh, ex- could you please explain what the what being a real estate professional means and what are the benefits? Yeah. And this would be as compared to a passive real estate investor. Yeah. So it means they have mat- like 750 hours of material participation in real estate. So it doesn't mean that they're ne- necessarily a real estate agent. That, that automatically qualifies you if you are a real estate agent and you're actively doing that work. But it's uh, somebody that's, you know, has several rentals and they're self-managing it and they have 750 hours in that. They get to be a real estate professional. And what that means is that it turns their passive losses or their passive income into active income, which can benefit if they, especially if they have, um, you know, a spouse with a high W-2 or anything like that, they can do the accelerated depreciation to offset their other income. One, one. So if you have, uh, let's say, let's because a lot of people, you know, they, they love uh, real estate because of the potential losses, you know, depreciation, non-cash yep. items. Um, it, but if you have, uh, let, let's say you're just making a ton of money on your rental and it's, uh, uh, so you, you, you have a net income even after depreciation. Uh, what benefit do you get having it passive versus active or, or vice versa? Uh, Is there any big benefit? Point, to there's not much difference. Back. It's pretty much just income. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the okay. one of the things Melanie forgot to mention is that when you're to be a real estate professional, obviously it's more than 750 hours, but it also has to be more than any other job that you do. Mm-hmm. So, let's say you're a dentist and you're working full time, and you do 750 hours of real estate on the side, you're still not going to qualify as a professional because it does have to be more than the other professional. Gotcha. So, so you'd have to uh, be in tech, be a dentist for less than seven hundred fifty yeah, hours. Mm-hmm. Most of them only work. Good most of them work only four days a week anyway. So you might be able to do that. <laughs> that's that's true. And then, isn't there something I read one time that if you have a triple triple net lease, that that automatically kicks you out of being a a professional because I guess in theory your tenant is paying for everything, but. It's kind of weird because you still have to manage it. You know, it's kind of weird. The the owner of the real estate, uh, the landlord, still is the one who has to, you know, go out and research whatever gardener or painter, well, et cetera. got to hire them. You know, yeah. I, I remember there was something, and this is just back in the crawl of my gut, and I don't know it off yeah. the top of my head for sure, but I remember when they first started with these passive loss rules and active rules, there had to be like fifteen yeah. percent of the expenses had to be paid for by the manager. There was a rule to something like that. Now I couldn't quote that off the top of my head, so I, I wouldn't be. Of course, like a triple net. Generally, you're gonna the landlord's gonna pay it and then just get reimbursed. Right, it, they invoice the people. So, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus just telling the tenant, "Hey, go hire yeah. anybody you want and pay mm-hmm. for it." No, that, I, I can see that. It's so funny. I mean, I, I, I Byron, I'm going to guess you're old enough uh, since you've been in the business a long time too. That uh, the at-risk rules mm-hmm. when they came in before that, you know, these tax shelters were just like people would put a, you know, a hundred thousand dollars yeah. into something, get a million dollar deduction because they were borrowing, right. didn't have to pay. It was non-recourse debt. It was like a no-lose situation, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Congress uh, and the IRS got together. 
together and colluded and yeah. said, no, 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 we can't do that anymore. Well, one, one thing <laughs> we ought to mention, the, the, the benefit of being a professional real estate investor, normally if you make over $150,000, you're not allowed to take any of the losses on your real estate. You don't, you don't lose yeah. them, but they just go into a piggy bank and you save them for later when you either dip below or you sell a property and have a big gain. So it allows you yeah. to take that $25,000 loss and then even go into all the losses when you're a professional real estate investor. Gotcha. Is there any um, alternative minimum tax issues for one versus the other that one has to consider? I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Uh, if, I, if I remember correctly, I don't, yeah. I don't think for alternative minimum tax, they're allowed to take that $25,000 loss. But, but, that's, but I'm, that sounds I'm, about right. I'm pretty, I'm pretty guessing at that one, but that's what sticks in my mind. Yeah. Again, you're smart enough to know. You know mm -hmm. what? I, I know exactly where to look yeah. and get the answer to interpret the code. Uh, again, it's kind of funny when I, uh, I, I, I don't know when you graduated, but uh, when I graduated college, uh, we were working off the uh, code of 54. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> the, the 86 code hadn't been yeah, uh, I was in 81. <laughs> I started in 81. I, yeah. Okay. So right around, mm -hmm. right, right around same, same as me. Mm -hmm. But what year were you born? Fifty-seven. Ah. Okay. I was nineteen sixty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I get to call you the old man. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> All right. Hey, get, let's go to another trivia question here. This is fun. Uh, which branch of the U.S. Armed Forces used the slogan "It's not just a job; it's an adventure." All right, that's our trivia question. Call 888. I, this time I don't see Melanie looking at Google. I'm going to guess. I just teased you. <laughs> Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer wins that tanning certificate, again, which is worth $100, so that's pretty good. Uh, which branch of the U.S. Armed Forces used the slogan, it's not just a job, it's an adventure? All right. I uh, want to make a mention here also for ITEX, which is a barter exchange. And uh, check them out, I-T-E-X. Uh, it's all legal. You get 1099s and everything. Uh, it's a good way to do business without using cash. Stay with us. The best of investing will be right back. Don't touch that dial. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to the Best of Investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guests, Byron McBroom and Melanie Sigma uh, of One Tax, One Stop Tax Strategies. Okay, our third trivia question. Which branch of the U.S. Armed Forces used the slogan, it's not just a job, it's an adventure? I didn't, I didn't Google it, but my guess is going to be the, the um, Coast Guard. No, it's, it's no? Army. I think it's oh. Army. No, I actually it's the Navy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I I mean it's funny, it sounds like the army, but yeah. uh but apparently it's the Navy. Never, never again um, volunteer yourself. That's what somebody told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um oh but before I forget, 
Uh, if the audience wants to uh, get in touch with you to ask questions, uh, you know, get on your appointment list, et cetera, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, they can either um, follow. I, I'm pretty active on Instagram if they're on Instagram. So Melanie Sigma or our company, One Stop Tax Strategists. Otherwise, they can text um, 209-924-4192 and we can offer them a free tax assessment. So they can just say that they, they found us on this show. We can offer them a tax assessment and see if they, they're overpaying at all. And typically, if somebody's making over 200 um, net profit, I can save them around 60000 So on average. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's funny. When I, I, uh, I started my own business back in 83, I was just a young whippersnapper. Um, and uh, I, I, you know, I didn't really know anybody mm-hmm. per se. So I went in my building because I was uh, working as a, an accountant for somebody else. And I wanted to start my own company. And uh, I, you know, how, how, why were people going to look? I, I looked like I was 17, you know, <laughs> and I was 23. So my, my attitude was, I'll tell you what, I will review your tax return for free because I said a lot of CPAs really don't know that much about tax. They know a lot of accounting, but they don't know tax. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I've got a master's in tax. I think I can probably save you some money. Let me review your tax return and I won't charge you uh, unless I get to re- amend the return. And back then, I mean, we had simple things like income averaging yeah. and easy stuff. Yeah. Nowadays, it, it's so so much more challenging to, to do it. But uh, that's how I built up my tax practice. That's cool. And uh, it worked out pretty well. You get but, value so, first, um, it often comes back to you tenfold. Th- yeah. <laughs> that's it. And, but see, the thing is now I – uh, I, I really don't, I don't do tax planning. You know, I do just a few simple yeah. tax returns, yeah. like an HR block type. And then, you know, I, I refer it out yeah. and uh, I even tell people, cause like we, I, I manage uh, a, uh, a fund, a 506 D reg D uh-huh. fund that basically we buy discounted mortgages and we, we give out an eight and a half percent return. And we just hit like the $9 million mark. Nice. Uh, the thing is our, our fund qualifies for Qubit. Okay. So I tell, I tell the clients, I said, listen, talk to your CPA. You know, I said, I'm not giving you any tax advice, but just let him know uh, because, you know, I don't know if you and your tax return information, you know, based on the limitation, if you qualify. Yeah. But just so you know, our fund qualifies for Qubit. So I always kind of back off from giving the, the uh, tax advice. But, uh, you guys are the tax experts. So we want to ask you, what's the most clever strategy you've seen using self-directed IRAs? Yeah. So w- with one of our clients specifically, he really utilizes this. So I'll talk about it in his sense. He's a wholesaler. And so what he does is he puts options um, to tie up his properties inside of a Roth and a Roth IRA. And so then prior to the sale, he sells that option and it ties up all the gains into the Roth. And so it makes the gain non-taxable. So you can do it five times per year. He has a wife and two kids. And so he does five per person. And so he does about $250,000 tax-free each year um, in that Roth. Okay. So he, he ties up a property for, to purchase Roth, right? Is it in a raw, in its raw, mm-hmm. uh, but then he doesn't follow through with the no, purchase. He just, he, sells just, that, he, sells. he just sells that option to somebody. Okay, so I mean, he's got to make sure that he's smart. You know, he's wise enough to choose a good real estate, a good piece of real estate yeah. to do. Well, it that's with. what he does for I mean, living. He does about two million dollars yeah. worth of this. He's a wholesaler. Yeah, yeah and he's very successful. Yeah. Very interesting. And I guess the reason for five and under is otherwise he'd be a dealer. dealer, Yeah. Is that the whole idea? Then it's not not capital gains. Then it's not capital gains. 
Yeah, but if it's in a Roth, it's not taxable anyway. Yeah, but I think you have uh, if you have business income within the Roth, it's a problem. Then, then you get into yeah. the uh, ten. To, oh my God, I'm losing my my train of thought on here. Where potentially you could uh, uh, UBIT, uh, U, right. UBTI. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah gotcha. Okay, we had, we had another guy business taxable income who was buying the property, but he would basically tie before he owned it. He would tie it up with an option with his Roth, and then he would buy the, after that was all done. He would buy the property individually. Because now he's not doing a prohibited transaction because he's buying it from someone. It's just subject to yeah. an option. And then he fixes it up, and right. as he sells it, he has the Roth pull yeah. the rug out from underneath him and hold a lot of the gain yeah. inside the Roth. Yeah, no, that's that's great because if it's in, see, this is my predict. I, I predicted like back in 1984 that they were going to start taxing Social Security. Everybody thought yeah. I was nuts, and I said, no, the government's going to look at where they can steal money. Yeah, you know? and and so my latest prediction is that they they may not get rid of Roths, but what they're going to do is they're going to say, if you have a Roth IRA, we want to know like how much income is generated, what's the value of et cetera, so that they can tax other. Mm. items in your tax return, you know, very similar to like uh, private activity bonds, you know, municipal bonds, stuff like that. Or or they'll make it so that if you make over a certain amount, they, you know, tax the rich, you know. Yeah. But again, theoretically, you know, they're supposed to. Yeah. yeah, But they'll just do it another. They'll do it a sneaky Mm -hmm. way. Uh, (laughs) The the government is very sneaky that way. Um, I always say just be glad you don't get all the government you pay for. Yeah, and what you vote for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see here. Is for we only have a little bit of time left. Um, is forming a holding company beneficial? Uh, that's a good. It it depends. Question. We oftentimes see, especially with newer investors, they'll come to us from different companies, and they have like five different companies going up to a holding company, and they've done like one deal. And, you know, it's like it just overcomplicates something that's not necessary. Yeah. And it makes the tax return really expensive, it makes the person that formed yeah. the LLCs rich, but it's just not beneficial. So it really depends. Um, Dad, when would you say it depend- or when it would matter? Well, I, to have I would agree with you, and especially a lot of these people come from states that, you know, cost $10 a year to maintain an LLC. You know, California yeah. is a lot more than that. It's $800, plus you got to file a form. So I always tell people it's about fourteen hundred to maintain an LLC here. You're better off just buy an yeah. umbrella policy. I was just going to say a lot of times just buying the insurance. Okay, stay with us. The best of investing. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Don't touch that dot. You're listening to the best of investing with your host Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on eight sixty AM. The answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Byron McBroom and Melanie Sigma. Now, uh, just before we came back on the air, Byron, you had a couple of very interesting uh, uh, tips that you wanted to share with the audience. So basically, we have plans on how to potentially make your college education for your kids tax deductible. And and how to how to basically make it so that you can take advantage of other people's tax brackets around you. For instance, for for our parents with people with college, uh, what we do is we have the child form a business while they're in college. We make it an S corporation, okay. and then we have that company provide a service to a business owner. And then what we do All is right. we pay them a reasonable fee for that service, 
they actually have to do a service. You can't just make one up. But the beautiful thing is sure. for you take a college student, if they make $40,000 a year, the tax on that happens to be 2500 bucks, which happens to equal the education credit, so there's no tax on it. And then the parents get a $40,000 deduction, and the tax on that might, depending on what states you're in, might be $17,000, $18,000. So this is a good way, and then have the child pay for their own education. Now, do they pay them uh, at, at 1099, or no, they actually pay them as, as a W-2? What mm-hmm. we do is we, form, we have them form an mm-hmm. S-corporation, and we have them pay the corporation for that service. Now, there's a, a couple tricks for for someone 18 to 26. If they're a uh, you know a college enrolled full time, they have to have 50 percent of their support made in earned income. There's a couple traps to watch out for, but this really makes it gotcha. so you know most people making good money, they make too much money to take the education credits. And this way, you put the yeah. income into your kid's name, and that way the kids can pay their own education and and get a credit for it. We've also gotten some of our clients that have had kids paying, you know, out-of-state tuition. We've gotten them in-state yeah. tuition using that strategy as well, which could be more than the tax savings and all that. Like, if you really do. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, these out-of-state tuition, it's really expensive. Really expensive. Wow. Because that way they can show so that, that they're that's, financially that's, independent. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Again, give out your information one more time because I I got to think that's got to be some people would be interested Yeah, in they can text uh, 209 924-4192 or reach out to us uh, onestoptaxstrategists.com is our website or uh, follow me Melanie Sickmon Instagram Now uh I, you've got a 209 area code mm-hmm. uh, where are you located Ripon Ripon yeah. okay which is in the <laughs> Central uh, Valley by uh, Manteca Modesto Central Valley <laughs> yeah now we because we have a lot of listeners from Santa Rosa to San Jose okay. I, I don't know how many people are that far out do they have to meet with you in person no or we can do they practically do of- all virtual we are happy to meet with them in person if they prefer but practically all virtual okay no really like that um let's see was there anything else that you wanted to uh uh mention here in one more minute something similar to what my dad what my dad just talked about is what he does with my grandma and this is great for people with parents that they help or with the lower brackets he does the same thing with my grandma she's at the lowest bracket we're in california and he's at the highest so it's a big gap so he does the same thing but when you're after a certain age and if you're not in school you can be a passive owner so he has my grandma she's a passive owner of a company that provides services to his his one of his companies, and so he puts about eighty thousand of his income to her bracket, saves him about forty thousand yeah. on his tax bill. She pays ten, so he uses that to support her, and he he makes a profit on helping my grandma out. Gotcha. What kind of service can, does she provide? Well, she could, you, it could be anything that you know, like it can be a marketing company. It can be. It can be a, yeah. uh, a material company. I have one. I have one client that does this. His his parents actually arranged all the travel arrangements for him. So they yeah. made a travel arrangement company. <laughs> but you just you just have to have a legitimate that. service with a legitimately priced product. All right. Well, Byron and Melanie, thank you so much for joining us. And here's our thoughts for the day. So, um, I have a step ladder. My real ladder left when I was a kid. And uh, as I get older, I remember all the people I've lost along the way. I think to myself, maybe a career as a a tour guide wasn't for me. Uh, Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. 
You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on 860 AM. The answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 